Virginia, I'm Nick Ainelli. The sheriff's deputy who was shot, who shot and killed a man in Gaithersburg has now been identified. On Wall Street, lower numbers, the Dow down 151, NASDAQ down 212, the S&P down 40. Two o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Fire crews in California are making progress on an 18,000-acre wildfire near Yosemite National Park. KCBS reporter Matt Bigler has the latest. Nearly 3,000 firefighters are now battling the Oak Fire from the ground and from the air. The blaze has grown to just over 18,000 acres. Cal Fire spokesperson Dominic Polito says the flames crossed some of their containment lines, what's known as slopover. Uh, we did have a slopover in Division Delta. They were hitting it with air support. So far, unable to get crews in there. Over 50 buildings have been destroyed. And thousands of people have been forced to leave their homes. That fire is now 26% contained. While heat has been the big story for more than a week now, and the Northwest is still sweating it out, but Missouri got some relief. Record rain caused widespread flooding around St. Louis. Some parts of the region got up to eight inches overnight. The fire department had to rescue people stuck in their homes this morning. Former Vice President Mike Pence spoke in Washington, D.C. this morning about the economy and inflation. We need to permanently extend the Trump-Pence tax cuts. We need to unleash American energy and lower the cost of gasoline at the pump with freedom. Now former President Trump is set to take center stage. Here's CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns. President Trump is expected to headline the America First Agenda Summit here in Washington, where organizers say he's expected to lay out a policy agenda for this year's midterm elections and likely his own political comeback. WNBA star Brittany Griner was back in a Russian courtroom Hi, this today. is Dave Preston. Much of today's testimony focused on how cannabis, while illegal in Russia, is considered in other countries as having legitimate medicinal use. Griner has admitted carrying vape canisters with cannabis oil when she was arrested at a Moscow airport in February, but her lawyers insisted she was in a rush when she was packing and it was prescribed by a doctor. At CBS's Cammie McCormick reporting, Griner is expected to testify tomorrow. Meantime, InfoWars host Alec Jones is on trial for telling his audience the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre was a hoax. Lead prosecutor Mark Bankston. You can't recklessly tell lies about something important to someone. In this case, like the death of their child. If you do that, you know you're going to cause them harm. You're responsible for that. In the last hour, we reported actor Tony Dow had died based on a public announcement from his management team. But CBS News has spoken to his family, and we've since learned that while he is in hospice care, he's still alive. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. It is 2.03 on a much cooler day. This Tuesday, July the 26th at 79 degrees. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. 
We begin with breaking news on the victim in the D.C. hotel shooting. The former cop allegedly shot by his wife last week now faces charges for molesting young kids at her daycare center. WTOP's Kate Ryan has more. 57-year-old James Weems Jr., a retired Baltimore City police officer, is charged with sexual abuse of at least three children at the Owings Mills daycare facility operated by his wife. The charges come after Weems' wife, Shantiri, 50, was accused of shooting her husband inside a room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in D.C. on Thursday when she confronted him about the suspected abuse. James Weems remains hospitalized in police custody and faces extradition to Maryland. Shantiri Weems has been charged with assault with intent to kill, along with other offenses. She has a court appearance scheduled for Friday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Also new this afternoon, the Montgomery County Sheriff's deputy who shot a man while trying to serve an arrest warrant is Dominic Mash. Mash was on a task force to give the 35-year-old a warrant for home invasion. But when they got to the scene on Garth Terrace in Gaithersburg, the suspect tried escaping through a window and allegedly had a knife in his hand while making a move toward Mash. Police say they tried stopping him with a taser, but that didn't work and Mash fired. The deputy is a nine-year veteran of the task force and the FBI is investigating. In other news, the last of our region's school mask mandates is over. WTOP has learned that Prince George's County Public Schools lifted its mask mandate July 1st, making them optional inside all schools and other facilities. A short email was quietly sent to county staff that afternoon asking for everyone to exercise good judgment and support whatever choice their colleagues Colleagues make about wearing a mask. Back in February, Prince George's County Public Schools CEO Monica Goldson said in an email to parents she anticipated lifting the school system's mask mandate by the end of the school year, but ultimately did not lift it before summer arrived. John Doman, WTOP News. We've got an update on the investigation into the warehouse theft of Fairfax County Public School laptops. Officials say the 35,000 laptops were stripped of all data and hard drives and no student data was compromised. Those laptops were being prepared for auction. Three men are charged in that case. Two of them were warehouse workers employed by Fairfax County Public Schools. 205, a fire that heavily damaged a Stafford County Community Center was caused by an air conditioning unit. Many locals are hurting over the loss, and one county leader is promising to rebuild. Since the fire at the Carl Lewis Community Center, Stafford County Supervisor Tanisha Allen says... Most of the feedback that I've gotten has been that of sorrow as well as concern. She says it's a common gathering place for local events in the county's Widewater community. And for now, at least, that space is gone. But Allen says it will be coming back eventually. We're going to try to utilize all possible resources to try to find a substitute until we can rebuild the center. The building was heavily damaged by the fire, which investigators say was caused by a malfunctioning air conditioning unit. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Hey, thank you for nominating your favorite local restaurants in WTOP's Top 10 contest. Entries are currently being vetted, but these small businesses still need your help to win. Come back and vote for your favorites beginning Monday, August 1st. Visit WTOP.com, search Top 10 to vote. Keep it here on WTOP. We've got a look at your traffic and weather next, and then another young driver behind the wheel of a car in a crash. 207. Hi, this is Dave Preston. Who is ready for training camp? The Burgundy and Gold are back in Ashburn this week. They have a new quarterback, a new name, and I can't wait after the last few summers where drama was served for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Xfinity doesn't deliver drama, unless that is what one is looking for on the wide array of channels. I like the Sundance channel, where a few weeks ago I caught the outlaw Josie Wales. The dean from Animal House is in it, but as a bounty hunter with more than a few good lines, there's no drama from a technical standpoint as everything runs smoothly. Even with two or three competing programs, thanks to On Demand, I can see my shows when I want to. And with Better Call Saul winding up, I really do hope we get to see a little more of slipping.